Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. And welcome to another week of Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. I almost called this this wrong podcast because I was listening to the to the other guys, uh, Moped Monday podcast, who randomly talked about. I love those guys. Those guys are super nice. Um, as you heard in the intro, we had a little different one. Ashley Ackley is no longer going to be on the podcast. Ashley has so much going on in her life, and this was just a temporary thing to begin with. And I just cannot thank Ashley enough for her dedication and her hard work through the, la- through the last 15 episodes, I think this will be, or 14 she was a part of. But she did a lot of sacrifices in her own personal life to make this happen and I would not be at I'm I would not be where I am today without Ashley. So again Ashley, where you are in the world, I'm always willing and ready to work on your mopeds. I hope nothing but the best for you. But this week we we'll, we'll try this again. I screwed up when Ashley sent me the files and I might have deleted his file. So we're going to do this again. Um, and why doesn't our guest from the left coast introduce himself? Uh, hello, my name is Ryan Chamberlain. Uh, I do bikes and mopeds and such over here in Seattle at the moment. Right on, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw you, Ryan, because I, I'm new to the scene. And I don't know anybody, so I don't care. But I saw you had some really rad um, videos you popped in a couple weeks ago. I'm like, God, this is kind of different. And I remember you friending me a little bit ago and like, I'm weird. I go back and forth with moped be- with people on Facebook. Like, do I accept everybody or just the people I know? And like, that was the week where it was only people I know. But now I'm back to everybody and whatever, dude. Um, yeah, I <laughs> Sometimes I just so- hit everybody. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. It's kind of a mm-hmm. social engineering. Just slap all the friends buttons and see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so let's get to the heart of it. As we, as everybody kind of knows, but I still feel the need to say the format of this. It's it's stolen from somewhere else. Some people might recognize it. It's what happened, what it was like, and what it's like today. So Ryan, do you remember the very first time you saw a moped? Like not necessarily riding, but the first time you saw a moped. I mean, my first real uh, first real memory of a moped is the one that Ray Santos rode to work one day. Back uh, when we were working, we were supervising an AmeriCorps crew together, and he had been screwing around with um, motorized bicycles for a while. But one day he showed up on a Tomos Top Tank Targa. Nice. And and that looks like something that could be fun. You know, it stood out to me for whatever reason. I guess mopeds are always kind of an awareness thing when you're growing up at a certain age, but I had never put my hands on one until then. And that's what really, Mm -hmm. that's got me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right on. Uh, Where were you doing AmeriCorps at? Uh, I'd be in Austin, Texas. Um, it was kind of a home rehabilitation program, like a Habitat for Humanity. But yeah, yeah. I looked into that years ago, but then I didn't. That was about all I went to. So nothing but respect for anybody who gives up. You know, it's a sacrifice, no matter what people say. I salute you for that. Um, so you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for very no money. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So you see that top tank targo. Did you jump on that and ride that at all? Or what was the what was the first memory of a little spin around the block? It seemed like it was a lot of fun, but I didn't have one in my hands to work on myself at the point, you know. Mm -hmm. But 
Uh, Ray was all over Craigslist at that point, and he found a little E50 down in San Antonio that was totally seized up for 250 bucks, no title. I way overpaid for it, obviously, but, you know, <laughs> everyone overpays for their first moped, I suppose. And down to uh, I, everybody hate. this is another reason why I ruffle a feather in the community. I got two 78 Honda Hobbits given to me by a family member <laughs> with titles. So, yes, yeah, everybody, can, and I was told, Dude, just don't don't ever get away from Hondas. So, um, yeah, you got that E50. What did you did you split the cases right away, or did you just kind of look yeah. at it and stick it in the corner? I had to split the cases right away. I bought it knowing that the crank was fully seized on it. Uh, fortunately, Travis Tutorial was out there at the time, yeah, making yeah. his. He had his videos out for a couple of years at that point. I guess this was four or five years ago. It must have been. But <clears throat> Travis Tutorial took me all the way through that first rebuild. And just took to it like a fish to water, man. Did the whole bike all the way from front to top, new cables, new crank, hey. bearings, all that. Figured out bearings somehow. Put them in the oven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I cannot recommend that enough for any new mopeders. Travis tutorials. I know it's not everything you need to know, but it's a very good baseline of what you need to know. If that makes sense to people, it helped me a lot with. Um, and I've recommended it to quite a few new people. Um, his their um, Baker's dozen build. Um, so you're you're splitting the cases. You get where? Do you know anybody who knows anything about mopeds at that point? Do you have like a moped mentor or just Travis tutorials no. and you just maybe discovered? Really? Okay, do, had yeah, you I discovered moped army at that point or anything or? Uh, Ray showed me the Moped Army at that point. And the forums were pretty, or not the forums, the wiki was useful. The forums weren't so useful, I discovered. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But at first, it was just reading the internet for the most part. Um, I kind of blundered into knowing the lead mechanic at Austin Mopeds at a certain point. And somehow got into working there. I had done enough on my own bike enough times and seemed bright enough to apprentice, I suppose, would be the word for it. Right yeah. on. Uh, met the guy at a Christmas party, actually. Jimbo Clark, if he's out there listening to this, there's a shout out for you. Nice, nice. Hey, Jimbo, I love that uh, every guy named Jim is called Jimbo at some point in his life, whether the the bow sticks or not. But <laughs> Jimbo's been there for a while, man. He's he's killing it. Nice, nice. So you're you're getting into the scene. You're starting to get um into obviously because you're working as a mechanic. When's the first like when the, when's the first time you remember going on like a group ride? Like, what was oh, the scene like in Austin? Uh, first real group ride would have just been me and Ray riding, you know, the first several months after I got my shit going. I suppose we'd meet up once a week or so. Mm -hmm. Go for tacos on a Sunday or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that got around to being a club pretty quick. We co-founded the Shanks at that point. <clears throat> just right from the job, Ray had been hanging around at Austin Mopeds a little longer than I was, and he knew a couple of guys, uh, Brent Bouillon and Sean Forsberg, who were kind of associated up there. There wasn't really a scene. There, were, there wasn't a club active in Austin so much, but uh, that came together pretty quick. Me and Ray went to our first rally together in Houston. Uh, it was a Magneto's rally. And yeah. I, wrote a, I wrote a stock Tomos. It was pretty fun. A Tomos with a pipe, sorry. That was, was it the bi-turbo from New Jersey that goes really fast? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it was doing like 60 minutes. <laughs> um, no so what was your thoughts of like a, the first out-of-town rally that you like? I thought it was what? dope. Um, met the Spicy Boys. 
It came yeah. all the way down from up in Kansas, right? They're in Kansas, yeah. I think, or Yeah, Missouri? they're in Kansas. Yep. Well, no, they're in Missouri. They're in yeah. Kansas City, but they're in Missouri, so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I met them from all the way up there. Um, I think that was where I first met Smog Squad and Mono. They both turned up for that. And that was kind of a thing that kept going. Was There's a little, there's a crescent of Texas, Louisiana solidarity where everyone yeah, turns yeah. up rallies out there because it's so far out from anything else. Is that the cluster? Is that the cluster that shows up? Because what I've kind of noticed a couple years I've been going to rallies, like the Midwest people all kind of go to their rallies, and like it seems like that southeast corner kind of all go to their rallies, but they'll venture up into New York. Like I find it interesting the clusters of groups that go to rallies. Yeah, there's a there's a network to it of sorts. It's interesting to come out west and realize that I don't have any of these people in my network from Facebook and all that over the years. Mm -hmm. I've tried to be pretty. Try to be pretty on top of adding people when I encounter them, just to keep it mapped out and keep things straight as far as affiliations go. But it was totally—it's a different world out here, man. What can I say? Yeah. So, so you go to your first rally. You're working. You're apprenticing at Austin Mopeds. Um, when? What was like the first? What was your long ride? Like your first? That's another question I love to ask people. What's your first like? No, it doesn't have to be like a hundred miles by any means, but like what's your first like couple hours on a moped just riding and like nothing broke and you made it? A couple hours would have been the Christmas after I got my shit running, I suppose. I took it out to my father's place in East Texas, my E50, that first Mm -hmm. E50 we built. It was probably within the first 50 miles I rode on the thing, but I got to take it out to some real nice farm roads that didn't go anywhere at all and just kind of cruise around 30 miles an hour, 35 miles an hour for days. Yeah, the whole day of Christmas Day, me and that bike spent together. It was pretty nice. Nice. That makes me that makes me so happy. Just like, yeah, there's there's such um serenity in that just riding and especially when you've done it all yourself very recently. There's something something special about that. Mm-hmm. Riding on work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you're you're kinda at the beginning of your career. You're start you're helping form the Shanks. Um how does that, like, how'd you guys get the name The Shanks? It was just the goofiest thing that I could think of, really, honestly. <laughs> we had the image of, uh, you know, a crescent wrench that had been sharpened into a knife of some sort as kind mm-hmm. of our logo, and The Shanks just came out of that, more or less. Nice, nice, dude. There's not I much was... to it. <laughs> Usually that's the best clubs. Like when, uh, We just thought of it one day, and it kind of stuck. It was just goofy. Really, yeah, 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 yeah. Out of this over, over the top kind of goof type of thing we could come up with, more or less. There you go. Um, so you're working at Austin Mopeds. You're starting. You're the scenes happening. Like, when is your? Did you ever have a really big moped horde? Because we, I think I'm kind of at the I've beginning of mine. Uh, Austin Mopeds very, very much did, which I think kind of turned me off from having a moped horde in my own life. I maxed out at three bikes, I think. At one point, they were all running, too. That was amazing. But usually, yeah. (laughs) I've held on to my MB5 for several years, but I tend to get a bike running and move on with it, more or less, these days. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Good. I think I have a new thing. Yeah, right. (laughs) Used to be I'd push probably... 35 to 40 bikes in and out of a shop every day. So I was just done with it. Austin Mopeds was packed full of bikes, like wall to wall mopeds in that place. Too much. What do you do? 
No, dude, that's awesome. That makes me happy. Unlike people like me, I get I get too damn emotionally attached to everything and like <laughs> Yeah. 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 Um so what's you're at Austin Mopeds, the shanks are happening. Um how many rallies are you at? What year is this at? are we at now like a good question. what year is it 2020 this is probably 2017 2018 somewhere in there okay i really haven't been to a lot a lot of rallies i've been houston new orleans philadelphia uh our rally twice yeah. i guess we had one of the yeah what do you call it? baker's dozen endpoints mm -hmm. was here one year and then i ended up going to philly from there so i was like a week straight of rallying which i think it counts for people. <laughs> Yeah, I think, no, I could be wrong. Didn't that year start in Minneapolis and rode down to Texas or? Sure. I don't remember where the start was, honestly. Okay. No, no worries, my guy. Um, Somebody won. <laughs> I, I, I know if I was a better podcaster, I'd have all these notes. Yeah, and Don't worry about it. I thought they had started in New York, but I'm not super sure about it. I think that was New York to Miami that year. Yeah. Oh, maybe. maybe I don't know, dude. Whatever. Uh, yeah. So not a whole lot of rallies, but some high quality rallies. I think uh, New Orleans and Philadelphia probably hold it down. Some of the some of the rowdiest for sure. I think. Yeah, yeah. As far as I could even imagine. Um, so you're in Texas. You're doing your scene. How? What's the progression from Texas to Seattle? Because we're 2018. Um, well, uh, me and Substances and the Shanks kind of had a relationship that didn't really work out all that great. And, uh, Austin Moped, I think the owner has been trying to get out of the game for a while. He just didn't have as much interest in things as he used to. And we had our personal conflicts, and that didn't work out. And it lined up really poorly with some other circumstances. Can you hear my cat sneezing in the background? Oh, that's okay. It's a good kitty. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, lined up with some other things going on in my life and just kind of wandered aimlessly for a couple of years there, but had a friend up here in Seattle who recognized some of the problems I was having and said, hey man, I'll go half these on your own space to work out of, or our own space to work out of here in Seattle. Nice. Uh, Loan me the money to get a truck full of, you know, the bikes I had collected over the years, and drive them up to Seattle, take a nice, you know, four day drive. <laughs> Just yeah. me and the cat and a truck and some bikes it was pretty nice. That's awesome. Your cat is able to ride in um, vehicles because <laughs> he, he got over it after day three. It was kind of oh Jesus! <laughs> we did all right. It wasn't too much. No. Got up here and found a space and rented it and found a camper to move into so that I could afford a shop space. You know, in Central Seattle, where it's kind of expensive. Oh God, I can't imagine. Little things now, but doing all right. So so what's uh, Seattle been like for you so far? Um, I, 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 <laughs> there's there's that climate difference between Texas and Seattle. Heard of it. it was the coldest winter of my life, probably, man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Hopefully I won't have to do one. I didn't have uh, as much heating capacity as I could have in the camper. But, you know, you got to get cold. got to get hungry to really get, uh, get your shit together sometimes. Yeah. It worked out. Uh, it's been good. Seattle's a little harder to make friends than a lot of places I think would be, but I've met a couple of people up here. And it seems like you can't have a shop without attracting a crowd of some sort. Mm -hmm. you know, and I had the fortune to have some good friends up here before me anyway, so it hadn't been too lonely. I've just been doing my thing, man. Just trying to get business together, trying to get my attitude together. I've been doing pretty well, I would say. Cleaned up for 
eight months. And awesome, dude. Probably. And like like we may have talked about in the last one that I screwed up with, you know, I'm a sober guy. I have been for many years. I should have gotten a lot more trouble than I did. And but dude, rock and roll. Like I don't care. I don't care how you do it or what you do it. Getting clean, getting sober is fucking hard. And any day somebody can do that is fucking thumbs up in my book. Um, yeah, it's nothing special. Just had to get out of the environment, you know, that's, that's what we need sometimes. Um, I know I did. (laughs) Um, so what's your average week of mopeds like now these days? Are you, um, Uh, kind of getting back into what an average week is looking like. I picked up, a couple of projects on top of what I had going on by accident recently. So a friend of mine bought a scooter and it ended up in the shop and kind of got it, got to get it out of the way. It should be quick, but got about a day's work on that before I can get back into anything else. Unfortunately, I'm a little parked in short for space. Uh, average day though, I try to, any kind of work I'm doing, I try to get a camera on it these days. Uh, it's a lot more editing and sifting through content than it used to be because I'm trying to, yeah, we were talking about Travis tutorial earlier and how it's not covering everything that's necessary, but I'm trying to get into producing something that fills that gap, like tutorial wise, you know, mm-hmm. stuff that's a little bit higher concept than what Travis tutorial's got going on. Yeah. And I think um, all, I think all content for mopeds is only awesome and we should all support each other with that and help right. grow the scene because like, you know, there was first, when it comes to even podcasts, there was first Brabcast and then there was moped monday and they're still going and then there's me just you know wanted something to do and i'm learning audio editing and you know whatever yeah i I love this (laughs) turns out editing's a lot of work oh god yeah oh god yeah and it takes Uh, just as long to compile any kind of video as it did to shoot mm -hmm. and that is wild to me (laughs) lucky enough to have access to an editing suite there you go Uh, dude my friend Matt, actually, I'm house sitting for him at the moment. This is a lovely space I'm in, but he's got a good editing suite going on, and he's been doing uh, the video that you were talking about. Those funny little uh, yeah. snippets that we're starting to put up on YouTube. We've got another hour of uh, shop videos slapped together, ready to go. At this point, I just got to get them onto the Wi-Fi somehow. <laughs> we'll see. There you go. Um, yeah, content's great. Content, content. <laughs> Make more content. <laughs> it's all that's what it's all about and like that's my um main goal during this week because you are gonna be dropping on thursday and i'm gonna be hitting the road thursday at 2 p.m and i'm gonna be going i don't know if i'm gonna do chicago or not i might still but i'm gonna hit richmond i'm gonna hit i'm gonna see uh all those guys there um going for a drive eh? yeah yeah i'm gonna bring moped too but i'm also gonna go to sumter south carolina see um buzzards and and uh conan smog sure. squad and yeah. i'm gonna cut back through to um kansas city and go yeah. ride there and um you know come back home like I got buzz, ten, yeah yeah i got 10 days off of work dude i got a great job where holidays come and that, yeah. i can take a little bit extra time off which is rad you gotta take your microphone with you i assume I'm going to, I, I'm going to, we'll see, we'll see what I can get done. <laughs> yeah, you never know. It, it gets kind of hectic with my kids around sometimes. Oh God, doesn't it? Um, but yeah, dude, I want to thank you. Is there, 
Is there what's the most frustrating thing you've ever dealt with on a moped? Like on a moped is the uh, motorbicane circlip down under the clutch, I believe it is. It's okay. like you need a circlip pliar with a nose that's about that long at the end of it, like a hook <laughs> to it. It's hard to even describe. Uh, you just got to do it over and over again. You got to make special tools for it, and then you got to do it over and over again to get them to do it. Who I can't remember who said it. It's the it's a French bike, so it's just as dumb as German engineering, but they gave up halfway of engineering, so they just threw something together. Sure, and it still runs somehow. It'll run forever. Yeah, yeah. What's your go-to bike these days? Uh, I've been on my MB5 pretty much full time for the last two or three years, honestly. If I can get my hands on another Peugeot 103, though, I'm good with that. I'm a big fan of the, I don't know, that frame for some reason and the engine, obviously. Right on, right on, dude. They're um, they're oddly kind of popping. They're they're popping up in the Midwest a lot. I've been seeing ads. Stuff around here. The local uh, local clubs a lot more well entrenched than I am. Apparently, they've got their foot on every moped in the game. What do you do? Well, I think that's any place, though, dude. Like yeah, you probably. see, you see, and you probably noticed this back in Austin. You see the same five people getting the deals. It's like, gee, is they're on it. I mean, that's just the way it is. Like every once in a while I sneak in there and buy a couple, but you know, I don't, I don't need another non-running moped right now. I could use a few, send them my way, dog. Hey, we'll get some bikeflights.com on that shit. Send some out to you. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ryan, I want to thank you so much again. Um, I know last time you, you forgot a few people. I'll, I'll give you your opportunity oh. to acknowledge some people and say hi. I got to do a shout out soon. Uh, I'll just stick with the uh, clubs this time. I've missed too many names last time to be uh, to be legit, I guess. Uh, Magnetos, thank you very much for everything. Uh, Smog Squad and Mono in New Orleans, obviously. Sister clubs, or, you know, people that I've become very close to every year. Um, no, that's it. I'm going to leave it there. Keep the shout out short. Go get it. All right, Ryan. I want to thank you so much for coming back and putting up with me all right dude i will i will talk to you later and just remember dude mopeds are dumb mopeds are terrible